Welcome back to another episode of the Night and Normal Podcast, uh, 2023. Yeah. What up, Cameron? What up, Aaron? Yo, I've been trying to get Cameron on here for a while now. You'll always catch me while I'm at work, man. It happens. It happens. That's fair. That's fair. It's all right. I'm here now, though. No. So, before we started recording this, <laughs> I encountered a woman with a penis. That's what I was telling Cameron. When I say I encountered a woman with a penis... I mean it. <laughs> so you were talking about fr- well, you were talking about Denton. Yeah, it's a liberal yeah. ass town. Yes, it's a liberal ass school. Yes. The only reason I went there one night with Peyton and like Tough and Ray, we go this, to fr- this that's place. a dangerous lineup. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, speaking of that. So I've been to the, I've been to the, pretty much all of the big like party areas you can go to in Texas. So you have Deep Ellum, Dallas. You have the Stockyards in Fort Worth. You got Fry Street, Denton. You got Sixth Street in Austin. You have basically College Station, the whole town. Uh, you got Lubbock with Tech. Been everywhere. I've been to all of them. The craziest things have happened. At Fr- on Fry Street and didn't that little one block area. <laughs> I went in there one night. First of all, there's a cookie place there that's open until like 3 a.m. It's called Insomnia. There's a girl. What? I've heard about that place. Place is fire. Makes crumble taste like shit. That's crazy. Like crumble's okay. I- I'm actually. I've had crumble one time. Like it's fine. I've not been back. It's fine. Like, it's not like, you know, anything crazy. But if you just compared a chocolate chip cookie from Crumble to Insomnia, I would be, I would put a lot of money down on, if you gave 10 people the, the, a chocolate chip cookie from both places, I'd be very confident in putting at least a couple grand down that 8 out of 10 people would take Insomnia over Crumble. <laughs> I'd be very confident in that bet. And if I was wrong, I wouldn't be wrong by much. It'd be like three. But anyway, there was a girl working there. And, uh, sorry, if you happen to listen, not a girl. It's a girl who identifies as he slash him. And she had a button on that said he slash him. Well, Peyton, country, conservative, doesn't understand pronouns whatsoever. Man's brain malfunctioned whenever she handed him his cookie. My man was going to say, thank you, ma'am, but he caught a glimpse of the button, and I really saw this man's brain start to break down. Man said, "Um, thank you, sir. What do I call you? And she goes, well, my name's Alexis, but I identify as he slash him. And he goes, what the fuck does that mean? And she goes, nothing. And, like, he just walked away. But later, went to the bar, went to Dirty Dicks. Classic. A lot of bad things happen in there. Walk inside. We're there just talking. My friend Garrett is working behind the bar this night. I walk up to him. Shake his hand. 
And he's like, oh, what up? Who are you here with? I said, Tough, Peyton, and Ray. And he goes, what do y'all want to drink? Y'all's drinks are on the bar tab tonight. And I was like, damn. Lit. So I go to the bathroom, and a woman pulls up next to me at the urinal. Penis. Bro, what? I thought, because it's a packed bar. I thought maybe she was coming in there just because the girls' bathroom was super packed and she was going to go to the stall. Nah. They have one of those, like, ice trough urinals where it's, like, just one big-ass yeah. trough with ice in it. Yeah. She pulled up next to me, whipped out a cock. And I was like, huh, what do you know? Whoever goes home with her tonight is going to be in a freak crazy surprise. <laughs> I, I think my reaction probably would have been a, a little bit different than yours had I seen the woman next to me whip out a, a, a schlong. What am I supposed to do? I probably would have frozen terror at first. I don't. I don't. Um, after that, I probably would have just had to walk out. Like even if I'm like mid p, midstream, midstream, I'd probably have to. Damn. I'd probably have to go. I so I remember my mind went through a lot of things. I thought, like I said, oh, she's going to the urine, to the to the stall because the girls' bathroom is full. I've seen that happen plenty of places where like a girl will come in with her guy friends, and she'll like go to the stall and like a dude will stand outside of the stall door just to make sure no one fucks with her. Thought that was gonna happen. Then I realized she was solo. Then she walked up next to me at this thing, and I was like, damn, she about to fucking hike a leg up. She's talented. That's crazy. And then she just unzipped her pants and a wiener fell out. <laughs> and it worked. And I was like, this is what a town. <laughs> what a town. Then I come back outside and I'm just talking to some girl starts talking to me. I turn around because they're playing Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. I'm like, hey, it's a good song. Look at the girl. And she's like, do you know this song? I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a black person barbecue staple. <laughs> Turn back around. This man Ray is doing the electric slide by himself. Turn back around to talk to her. And she goes, do you know him? And I was like, yeah, I know him. And she was like, that's the electric slide, right? Then she started like mimicking the dance move. And I was like, oh, God. Turn back around, the whole bar is doing the electric slide. What kind of fucked up? Man got the DJ. Glitch in the Matrix shit. Man got the DJ in the booth doing the electric slide. Shit was ridiculous. Ray really started the wave. Ray started a college town with no, I know no one there was born when that song came out. Other than Ray. (laughs) And got all of them doing a dance that is all older than him, for sure. That dance is older than every single person in that bar and died out before they were born to. Shit was wild. That has to be one of the wildest things I've ever heard. Yeah, the electric slide is crazy. How old is Ray? Ray's 31. Ray is 31. 31. In a college bar. Hitting the electric slide. <laughs> he was 30 at the time. Ray was 30 years old in a college bar hitting the electric slide. 
showing the young generation how to get down while there is a woman in the bar who just so happens to have a cock. Yeah. And not only does she have a cock, she's doing the electric slide as well. Yeah. This this is tragic. Yo, what a that's a like a that's a crazy thing to just think about. Yeah, no, I I don't know. It's weird. That whole like group of people that I end up going out to places with is odd. See, it's it's crazy that you brought up <coughs> Peyton not knowing what to call this uh this person. Mhm. Um there's actually a place here in Sherman, um, over by the gym at the gas station. Yeah. That there's a person in there that works there. And they just so happen to ring me out every single time I go in there. Lit. And the thing is, they have the body stature of a man. Yeah. Okay. The hair is long. Yeah. But they talk like a female. What? A female voice. You lost me. So every time, hold on. Are you talking about, is it the gas station? Yes, the newer one, right? Like the one they redid, right by the gym. Yeah, yo, the I know store. exactly who you're talking about. I don't know what to call that I, person. I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't know what to call that person. They always, exactly. they always welcome me in. They always try to talk to me. Yeah. Oh, have a good night. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I did that once at a gas station in McKinney. It was late at night. Needed some gas to get home. Pulled up, gave, gave the person like 40 bucks. It was definitely a dude. Had a giant ass beard, but he had like makeup and long hair and like built like a woman. And I was like, uh, he goes, sorry, she. <laughs> she goes, have a good night. And I went, thanks, you too, man. Out of nowhere. My man's f- black dude, by the way. He goes, what the fuck did you say? I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. That's not fair. You can't You can't switch. You can't, you you can't, can't be, choose. You can't be rocking a beard and wearing makeup. Like You can't you- talk to me like this the whole, the whole transaction. And just because I said one pronoun wrong, you switched up and went full nigga mode on me. You can't do that. That's not fair. I don't have that option. But that's a lose-lose situation. What if they What if they wanted to be a man at that time? Exactly. And you called him she, then he flipped the fuck out. Yeah. But then what if you called him a she, and then he starts getting his toxic masculinity with his beard? Exactly. And then he fucks you up anyway. Speaking of beards, were you there the other night for the conversation about fighting? About what if someone got in a fight? Like, what if you got in a fight with Thomas? No. What if you got in a fight with Thomas? Old Thomas. You would you would lose. Yeah, but what if you got to fight with Thomas and he was beating your ass? So you decided to resort to, like, women technique by pulling hair. And you pulled his beard and the bitch, like, came off like a fake beard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's either that or the rat tail. Yo, the helicopter? The, the helicopter. The That's helicopter? crazy. My man that been rocking wild. the Samurai Jack for, like, millennials. Well... <laughs> My man's had that for a while. You didn't know Thomas 10 years ago. I did. I knew that man when the Mavericks won the championship. He oh. dyed his hair and beard Mavericks blue. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's that's gross. 
Yo, it was hilarious. I remember that. Uh oh. Once. Liar. Ho. Damn. <laughs> yeah, Mavericks blue. He's dyed it green. Like not a green green, like like a lime green. I don't know the last time I saw Thomas, like genuinely. I have not seen him in weeks. I've been to Thomas's house. I can only imagine the things that you have seen there. Not a lot. I didn't go inside. It's probably best that way. But I do know that. So the guy, the guy that works at IHOP, his name is Joe. He, like, he used to be a manager there, but he like would give us free food and stuff. Well, he was having like some sort of like party out at Thomas's house because Thomas lives out on the lake. And he texted me and was like, hey, y'all should pull up. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll go. Why not? I like Joe. Thomas is tolerable. <laughs> so we show up. Mind you, I've already got the new car. So we get, I'm driving out there. Then it turns onto a gravel road. And I'm like, oh, no. My car's not made for this no more. <laughs> so we get there and I get to a house. And it's exactly what I pictured Thomas's house would look like. It's like deep off with a bunch of fucking trees. Like, dude could open his back window and a squirrel would jump in. Like, That's about how I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Like, at nighttime, if the lights weren't on, you would think it was abandoned. With a bunch of, like, stuff in the yard. And so I get there. Peyton and Ray rode in a separate car behind me. Thomas pulls up in his big-ass yellow truck. Not the fucking yellow truck, bro. And he was like, everyone's down by the lake. So we're like, all right, cool. He goes, hop in. So Ray gets in the front seat, which is a genius move. Peyton sits on the tailgate. And I sit up on the side of the truck bed, like up on the wall. Terrible idea. We start going. It's like a 15-minute drive through fucking tunnels of nothing. I'm getting slapped by tree branches and all sorts of shit. I mean, you got to think about it. Thomas is... Former military, but he's a tunnel rat. Yeah. My man is a tunnel rat. Yeah. It's very true. You were in the trenches. Yo, I was in the trenches. I was. I was, for real. Really was you out in the trenches. quite literally in the trenches. Get out to the lake, and we're just like, yo, all right, this is actually peaceful. Man has, like, his own beach back there. He keeps it, like, clean and nice. Man has built, like, a little spot where he keeps, like, fishing poles at. Yeah, it's, like, nice. It's weird. That's the idea that then the thought hit me and I was like, Thomas really be out here sometimes hopping on Call of Duty Warzone. Thomas plays Warzone. Thomas plays Warzone. This is new information to me. And it's good at it. This is what this is <laughs> wild information <laughs> that I'm hearing right Man's now. Man's internet connection is tragic. But on the days that it's good. I mean, he lives out in the middle of fucking BFE. Like, yeah. he he might play in the tunnels. He might. Reliving the old days. Yo. That's crazy. Thomas is good at it. And he don't have no loadout. There's no way. I wish I was joking. I wish I was joking. Thomas be averaging like five kills with nothing but a pistol and a knife. He's really having like the flashbacks. For he's, real. He's going For fucking real. Thomas Vietnam. will fly in on that map. 
land at the highest point of the map that you can and just call out people. That's it. He just calls people out. Then once we like wipe out wipe out like a team or two, he jumps down, picks up like maybe a like a gun or something like that and some ammo and some plates. And it's just fucking calling out stuff. Got a group of people I just saw at 326, 327. All right, one second, one second. Hold here, hold here, hold here. Like the whole thing. Bro, he's really giving y'all Navy SEAL call-outs. Yo, for real. I've won multiple games off of Thomas' call-outs. Multiple. Multiple games off of Thomas calling out things that I would have never seen in my life. Ever. Thomas is really playing that shit like fucking SEAL Team 6. Going to get Osama bin Laden. My man's really out here. He's really out here. The next time I see Thomas, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to ask for the gamer tag. I'd I'd like to just play one game of Warzone with Thomas. Just, just to one. see. Just to just see. Just one. Just to see. Yeah. That's all I need is one game. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> Thomas does not strike me as someone who would play Warzone. Thomas didn't strike me as a person who knew what a damn fucking PlayStation or an Xbox was. The fact that my man be out here online is crazy. I'm I'm dumbfounded right now. Yeah. Like I'm actually speechless. My man has a hot tub in his house. In the house? In the house. Not in the house. In the house. You can see it. I can see it through a window whenever we was driving by. It's in the house. In the fucking house. In the house. How do you even manage to get a hot tub in the house? I think he built it. He built it while in the house. While in the house. Thomas is a very interesting person, <laughs> to say the very least. Yeah, I saw it. It's a hot. It's a, it's a hot tub room. A hot tub room. Yeah. You know, all this new information I'm hearing, I don't know how to feel about. I remember the first time I met Thomas, I thought he was a fucking lumberjack. <laughs> nah, it's a, he's a retired military vet. Retired military. He did special forces. So he's like he's like that. Yeah, he's like that. He's really real. like that. So that leads me back to the conversation about, like, if you had to fight Thomas. No, if you had to fight anybody in that gym, the best matchup for Thomas is Jan. That's an <laughs> insane matchup. <laughs> That's the best matchup. I've seen Thomas fight. That's almost like Jake Paul and Canelo right there. I agree. The two greatest boxers of all time. Yes, sir. I've seen Thomas fight. I've, I've heard about get, the fight. I've seen him get in a legit fight and beat the shit out of a dude. I've and heard about the fight, but I've never seen Thomas get close to fighting someone. Which is scary. The scary thing about it, the scary thing about it is, had people not told me, like, yo, <laughs> Thomas is a veteran. Thomas is really, he's special forces. He's like that. Yeah. I'd have never guessed it. Oh, no. So let the wrong thing happen. Yeah. And I end up squabbling with Thomas. <laughs> I, I would probably die. It's like Zach. Zach, okay. When you told me that about Zach, I was actually, like, shook. Zach. The fact that he was, like, mink, 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 <laughs> piecing him up. Yo. It's crazy. Zach got them things on him. Them things on He him. put the paws on him. Hit him with a three-piece combo and a biscuit. Nah. 
I'm gonna hit him with a family bill, a family bucket, the family bucket, a family bucket. My man hit him with the boneless wings. <laughs> Buy one, get one half off from fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. Zach's, That's what happened. Zach's wild though. Zach has been on one. Like when he said, "I get shot at for a living. I'm not scared of you." That's wild. Who did you say that to? I don't remember who he said it to. Oh no! Do you know who he did get into it with the other day? I don't think you were there. He got into it with somebody the other day, and I don't think you were there. I missed all the good stuff. He got into it with Chris. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he said that exact same line to him. He said it started because I think Zach went under on a screen, and the dude Zach was on happened to hit the hit the shot. I don't think he had hit a shot all night, but he Zach went under on this one particular screen. Dude hit the game-winning shot. So Chris was, like, yelling at him about go over on screens. Everyone now, everyone today wants to be a shooter. Go oh, Always go over on screens. And he was getting pretty close to Zach whenever he was yelling because Chris was a little upset already. And uh, he got pretty close to him. And out of nowhere, I just hear Zach go, yo, back the fuck up. I swear I will fucking piece you up. And then Chris goes, just because they call me preacher, man, don't mean I don't get down. That's crazy. <laughs> that is wild. And then they, they kept arguing all the way over. Now, Chris is sitting on my like left, like across by the door. And Zach's sitting to my right. And Nick's like sitting like right over here. And they're arguing back and forth. And Zach goes, do you not know what I fucking do? I do this for real. Like, you don't want this fucking problem. And I was like, whoa. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. See, I don't I don't know Zach all that well. Me neither, but like I've known Zach for a couple years, but See, I, I've known him for maybe a year now since I started coming up to yeah. the gym. But like Chris I know pretty well. I used to work for Chris. Yeah. So like I would I would pay to see this matchup. Because oh, yeah. I'm used to I'm used to preacher man side of Chris. Yeah, exactly. So I don't see it get down like that, but I know he's from Sherman. Yeah, my man said just because they call me preacher man don't mean I don't get down. And I was like, what a that's bar. crazy. That's a bar. <laughs> in the in the two years that I've known preacher man Chris, I have never heard a line like that on his. Yeah, that's a bar. Never. That's a bar. <laughs> he said that, and I was like, who's that? I know his family. I know Chris's family. I know his brothers, and they do get down like that. So. He's the oldest? Where do you think they learned it from? <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. Exactly. Now, I will say, Zach, I don't know. Like, I might have to take the parlay, take the bet on Zach. Might have to. Zach got speed. I've seen Zach throw a mean 37-piece combo before. <laughs> In the span of six seconds. Yo, my man's hands was flying. Looked like Ryan Garcia. It looked like Ryan Garcia out here. Man, and all of them landed too. That's what was crazy. Is that all of them landed? That's he don't I, miss. He don't miss. This motherfucker don't miss. That's <laughs> Zach has one of the wild. In the time I've known Zach, Zach has one of the wildest resumes I think I've ever seen. He's piecing people up in the gym. <laughs> He's picking fights with the preacher man. He told Keyshawn the other night. Keyshawn was fucking with him, talking about he was gonna he was gonna hit him. Yeah. Zach really told him, I'm not scared of you, boy. (laughs) I said, yo, what? (laughs) What did you say? (laughs) Extra emphasis on the boy. Yo, Zach's wild. Zach's wild for real. 
He caught that one dude at Carson's game a fucking cone. <laughs> it's an intramural league, bro. In intramural league. They don't even hoop like that. That man said, you're a fucking cone <laughs> from up in the stands, I too. was about to say, imagine getting cooked by someone that's up in the stands at an intramural game. We were in a 1975 gym. 100%. I'm surprised it had a three-point line. Like, we were out here in the fucking slums. They're hooping. They're just having fun. It's an intramural league. Imagine hearing all this, like, these, like, slurs thrown your way, and you look up, and it's coming from a dude that looks like Zach. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a crazy thing. Have you seen Have you seen the Lorax? Yeah. <laughs> when when Yo. I first started going to the gym and Yo. I didn't I didn't know Zach's name, the way that I would describe him <laughs> if I was trying to talk about him was that's like hilarious. Hey, did you see Jojo? Yeah, that's Jojo hilarious. from the Lorax. That's the only way I knew how to describe it. Zach does have now. You think hey, Zach's resume is wild. It's an insane resume. It's up there with, like, who else have I seen do some weird things in that gym? I mean, I almost I almost watched someone, a SoundCloud rapper, get shot. Like, That's very true. Dude had a gun on the court. Bro was hooping with the strap on him. That's a different level of fucking menace. I've never seen that before. I'll never see it again. I'm glad I we could go to 63rd, middle of Chicago, to a court and start shit with people on the court, and I have a better chance of and I have a better chance of seeing them like go to their backpack to get their gun. Ain't nobody ever in the history of mankind had a strap on their hip while shooting a fadeaway. <laughs> That was one of the wildest nights of my life, and I'm really glad we were on the same team uh, because I definitely laughed when he made a, a certain remark. Um, so I felt like if we would have been on opposite teams, I might have I, I might have been buried at like half court. Maybe. Like, I've seen some crazy things happen in that gym. I've only been going a year, and I feel like I feel like I've experienced enough. For a lifetime, you go to that gym for yeah. If you go to that gym frequent enough, you like you gain some like experience on years for sure. You learn things about yourself that you never you would never know. The anxiety of that moment took at least five years off my lifetime. Damn, dude! At least five. You know that one tall white guy, Britton, the yes. defense attorney. Yeah. Well, at one point in time, he was Grayson County's DA. Yes. Now he just does his own. He has his own firm. But at one point in time, he was Grayson County's DA. And Britain, Brit, basketball Britain and normal Britain, two different people. Basketball Britain be talking shit. He talks shit. If you he'll 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 get racist with it too. Shut up, boy. Wow. Yeah, he don't care. Wow. I love it. I love it. But one day. We were hooping. It was two black kids, probably 25, 24, around that age. Talking crazy. Yeah, fuck you, white boy. Blah, 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 whatever. Meanwhile, Britain is cooking them. Fucking rotisserie chicken. Hook, hook shots. 
back at him now. Britain's huge. The big dude. He's the biggest lawyer, the biggest attorney I've ever seen in my life. I'm not gonna lie, Britain. He's he for being a defense attorney. He isn't. He's the most in shape and like just physically fit attorney I've ever seen in my life. My man took his shirt off the other day, and had like six a six pack, and I was like, dude, you're an attorney. What else do you need? He means business. My man literally can hoop. Takes his shirt off, looks like Superman. 6'4". Got He's bread. He's got to be taller than 6'4". He probably is. Six, you know, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 whatever. Got hella bread. <laughs> what else is you need? What else? He's accomplished life. No, 100%. He's already done. 100%. And he's probably what? In his 30s, 40s? I think he's just, I think he's like 40. He's already, he's already beat life and he's 40. Exactly. There is nothing left for him to do. Nothing. That's that's why he comes out in hoops. He has no he he's completing side quests. He's completing side missions. He's I mean, done dude, with the main campaign. Damn. Nah, but they got in, he got into it with these two kids and he was talking shit back and one of the kids goes, Yo, keep talking fucking crazy. I'll put a I'll put a hole in you right now. And I was like, Oh man. You fucked up. You can't say that to him. You fucked up. You don't know. You can't. That's literally a threat on a fucking public council member. You can't do that. Someone goes, you not know who that is? It's the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Someone goes, you don't know who that is? And he goes, I don't give a fuck who it is. And they're like, that's Grayson County's DA. He goes, I don't give a fuck. I'm from Denison. Yo, what does that matter? That's still Grayson. in Grayson County. He didn't know. He didn't know that. I'm from Denison. I'm from Denison. I'll go get my fucking gat right now and put a hole in him. And they're like, you can't say that. Like, you'll go to jail for saying that. That's He's Grayson County's DA. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. I'm from Denison. No one. Yeah, go ahead. Go do it. I bet you I bet you Britain fucking catches your bullet. His fucking giant ass. I bet he catches it. Catches it with his teeth. Like two months later, that kid died. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yo, yo, now we're getting into conspiracy theories now. He we're did. We're getting into conspiracy theories. He died like two months later. It's a fact. Weird. Drug overdose. With with quotations <laughs> around it. Yeah, yeah. We're getting into conspiracy theories now. Yeah, he died like two weeks later. Britain had that man whacked. Damn. He got whacked. That'd be wild. Yo, Grayson County... It's, they get grimy like that? They get grimy, bro. They corrupt. I, they I, get know, grimy like that? I, I don't want to say too much, so I'll end up on the wrong side. Damn. No. Speaking I'm, of, it's not technically Grayson County. It's, what, Bonham's what, Fannin County? Yeah. Did you know, like, 1992, like, 93 or something like that, there was a cult in Bonham? I didn't know that, but I could see it. It's it's on YouTube. It's like one of the there's a dude named like Mr. Nightmare or something like that. Mr. Nightmare, that's an it's one of his like channel. it's like one of his most popular videos. It's about a fucking a wife, husband, and a son that lived in Bonham, fucking Texas. That's damn near. That's up the road. Apparently, dude. Uh, Man went to work. Mom took kid to school. Easy, easy Monday. Next day, 
Mom sick. Dad takes kid to school and is regularly checking up on mom. And she's like, yeah, I'm at home. I just don't feel good. He goes, all right, cool. I'm going to get off work early today. I'll pick up the kid. Gets at the school. Kid is gone. God damn. They're like, yo, your wife came and picked him up. And he's like, oh, okay. That's fine. Goes home. Gone. Doesn't hear from him for like two days. They get, finally, like he puts out a police report, blah, blah, whatever. They get caught on a security camera at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, in San Antonio. So they drive down to fucking San Antonio just for them to go to the motel that they checked into and then not be there. These motherfuckers are like disappearing. Now they're in fucking like Fredericksburg. They're just taking a fucking tour of the state. That's what I'm saying. He gets there. This is where I was watching this video and I was like, that's, I mean, it's weird. Don't get me wrong. But they get down to like bottom of Texas. And they pull up to this hotel room. Cops are there already. Wife offed herself. Wearing a black robe. With a note that said, I'm sorry we had to do this to you, but you'll never see blank again. A group of, like a group team member of ours took him and he'll be, you know, he'll change his name, whatever. Cult activity. Man, obviously devastated. Got to drive with his dead body, his dead wife's body, back to Bonham. Like two weeks later, man finds a secret compartment in their house with cult shit in it. How long ago was this? Like 91, 90, something like that. not even that long ago. Not even that long ago. Like literally Found a book on cult about... Children being the new world order and how the like group members of their like children of the group members will be put in a certain society to be raised together to do certain things on earth. That's wild. I I've never heard about that. I I just was scrolling through it one day and it was like the the cult mystery of Bonham, Texas, and I was like, that's crazy. I'm going to have to look that up. This this woman really sacrificed her child. Really? Sacrificed her child to the cult just to off herself. And I'm going to take a page out of your book. Just to slide down the stripper pole of Lil Nas X yeah. right into hell. Yeah. That's some, no, that's some weird shit. That Mr. Nightmare, like, he, people submit stories to him to, like, tell him, like, for him to read it. Because he has, like, a very, like, horror storytelling voice. Something happened to, like, Plano. Like, maybe a couple years ago, shit was fantastic. Girl working out at, like, an L.A. fitness. Saw a dude keep staring at her, and she recognized him. Because I think they went to the same school. But she didn't pay him any money. He was, like, one of the, like the weirder kids. Well, I guess old boy built up the courage to come and talk to her. Walked over to her, asked her for her Snapchat... And she didn't want to feel bad, so she just gave it to him, thinking he would like he would be too nervous to you know snap her anyway. It's a bad idea. And the way he was telling it, it makes it way creepier. But like the moral of the, like the whole like gist of the story, 
She gets home that night, and she's, like, in her room, and he's snapping her, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, just blowing her up, won't leave her alone. She blocks him. He makes another account, starts snapping her again. It was like, hey, what did you add me for if you're not going to snap me back? Starts getting angry. He's like, snap me back, snap me back. Then starts sending pictures of her fucking house. So she goes and, like, looks out the window. Doesn't see anyone there. Then he sends another one, but it's him closer. So she's, like, you know, she's, like, freaked out or whatever. Then she says, if you don't stop, I'll call the cops. So the next snap he sends is a picture of him driving away. So she was like, all right, cool. I got rid of him. I threatened him. He's done. It's like 1 a.m. She's in the shower. Phone goes off. She picks it up. Dude is standing at her window. She gets out of the shower. Dude is halfway climbing through her window. Then he proceeds to get his ass beat by She beats the fuck out of him. You you can't be sending snaps like that, doing all the threatening, and then get your ass beat by the same woman. Yo, she he got her ass he got his ass beat by her. She threw him back out the window. That's a massive L. Like, how do you? That's such an L. You, of course That's you can't. Such of course, an L. of course you as the person you can't tell anybody about this no, story. No, but like you gotta live like the rest of your life no. knowing like yeah. you was really him for a minute. And then you decided to to make the move, and she beat the fuck out of you like Ronda Rousey style. Yeah. Yeah. You got to take that one to the grave. (laughs) It's a tragic one. It's a tragedy. Man, I don't... I've seen and heard some crazy-ass stories. Like, this one... I mean, this one's a little... It's a little further away... But I know a person, Damn. an acquaintance that I have, yeah, who I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, his dad left for work. And That's never a good start. It's always a bad start, bro. This is how it always never happens. Never a good start. They leave for work, and that's how it starts. Dads be leaving for milk, cigarettes, work, whatever never the case. They, whatever it is, they got to leave. <laughs> It's funny you missed that because the stereotype, it fits the stereotype. It does. He's an African-American male. Of course. Fits the stereotype, right? Yeah. He left for work on Monday morning. Man's less valuable than a fucking large pizza because those can feed a family of four at least. That is wild. <laughs> the fact that you really busted that one out is crazy. <laughs> you, you've been cooking that one. You've been just waiting. <laughs> Been letting it simmer. I was letting it. I was waiting for the moment. Letting it simmer like the pizza in the oven. Yeah. So, my man leaves to go to work on Monday morning. <laughs> it's like five, six o'clock. He's supposed to be home by now. He's not home. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, maybe he's out. Tuesday comes by, nothing. No yeah. text. No call. No nothing. Wednesday comes by, nothing. Still not home. So they file a missing persons report. For um, right for this acquaintance's father. Of course, yeah, as you should. So, we get down the line a little bit. You know, they're still trying to find him. Okay, I feel like I'm on a like a true crime podcast right now. We are true criming it up right now. Hey, 
But whatever. They file the report, and no one knows where he's at. So they end up finding him in an abandoned house. Damn. Shot to death. Damn. So the backstory was that so he he liked to use like the the apps like Let It Go, like the five mile type stuff to find the good deals, you know. Yeah. So he was going to buy two new iPhones, um, and this is in Mississippi. So he was going to buy two new iPhones. Damn. In Mississippi. And they lured him. They was like, oh, we can't make it there. Like, could you drive the extra hour out of state into Alabama? He's like, oh, yeah, thinking nothing of it. So he went, and they robbed him. Damn. They robbed him, shot him, and left him in an abandoned building. And they found my acquaintance's dead father in this house. Damn. And it took a year for them to find the kid who did it, who turned out to be a 17-year-old male. Damn. 17 years old. Damn. That's crazy. That's got to be like one of the wildest things, especially when it's that close. Yeah, 100%. Like, to someone you know, like. That's insanity. And then they tell you about it, and then you got to figure out, like, how to respond. How. I, there is no good way to respond. There's nothing you can say other than. Damn. Damn. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to respond to that. When I first found out, I think, I don't think I said anything. I'd be like, it's a crazy world. I don't know. That's a wild thing to happen. That's so insane. That's crazy. I think, you know, this actually isn't that crazy. It's the joke that happened. That's crazy. This kid I know. Not a kid. He's older than me. It's a guy I know. Went to school with him. Got married. Had two kids. First of all, this guy's white with red hair. He married a black woman. Damn gingers, bro. But anyway, she went to work one day. Like a work. It was out of, like out of the city. Out of Sherman. Got hit by a drunk driver. Died. So now he's a single father. Oh. This, this was years ago. Well, he has a, a fiance now. Ran into him at Walmart the other day. He asked me if I would be able to take their like their engagement pictures, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." Is that rain? I think it is. Damn. Adding some peaceful noise in the background. Yeah. Dude goes, "Do you think you could take our engagement pictures?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Man said, "Yeah, hopefully this one stays alive long enough." And I went, what? And he goes, yeah, hopefully this one doesn't die on me. And I went, I was like, I, I, I've never, I was like, I don't know if I can laugh at this or not. That's insane. That's a wild <laughs> statement to make. <laughs> That's a crazy that, thing to say. That is something you can't say. Like, don't, you don't say that. He went, he said that and I went, oh yeah, that's right. And he goes, yeah, hopefully she doesn't die on me. And I went. In front of his fiance, she's standing right there. I went, whoa, uh, uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'll catch you later. How do you respond? I mean, like, how do you respond to that? No clue. No clue. No clue. Like, damn, yeah, me too. No Hopefully idea. Hopefully, shouldn't die. 
Yo, when I was a Stay kid. Stay off the roads. When I was a kid, I almost got picked up by a Mexican molester. How does this even happen? I was out in the front yard doing what kids do. It's like fucking around. This Mexican dude used to walk by all the time. And he would like say what's up, stuff like that. But my father always told me not to talk to him because he's dangerous. I'm a fucking child. One day he sees me cutting the grass. And he was like, hey, you know, have you ever, you know, how often do you do this? And I'm like, oh, you know, a couple, you know, every other week, something like that, whatever. And he goes, uh, would your parents be willing to let you come cut my yard if I pay you, you know, some money to do it? And I'm like, yeah, probably. So I go inside to ask, but they're like, my parents are in the bedroom, so I just lie. And I'm like, yeah, they said okay. And he goes, it needs cutting, like right now. So I'm like, all right, cool, yeah. So I put my fucking shoes on, start to start to walk with this man, almost like I'm almost there. My dad comes outside, yells at the dude. They get into an altercation. I come back in the house. My dad shows me why I can't talk to him. My man was out here. He had just got out of prison for fucking like a nine-year-old boy or something crazy like that. I'm like, ah, damn. Obviously, as a kid, I don't realize how severe that that is. But like four years later, I'm like, that dude tried to fuck my butt. (laughs) Shit's wild. You literally almost became a hard-working, labored sex slave. Yeah. This man was, not only were you finna be cutting his lawn for free, he wasn't going to pay, he was going to pay you all right. Yeah, no, he wasn't going to pay you, but it wasn't going to be nothing you wanted. No, not at all. You not at about, all. You was about to be mowing his lawn for free, stuck in the basement eating breadcrumbs. Yeah. While he was fucking your butt. <laughs> fucking my butt. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm trying to, then, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh... Fucking, there's a dude, I don't know, this one was wild. My mom used to be, like, the, like, head person at Old Settlers when they had, like, kids' baseball games. Yeah. Earlier on that day, they got robbed. Some dude jumped the counter at the concession stand and, like, robbed him. My mom saw, like, got a look at him, but, like, they couldn't find him once they called the police. We lived, at the time, we lived, like, a block away from... That baseball field. It's like 1130. We're building on that. Like we're in construction of the house still. My dad's out and like he's at, he's working on the house. Me and my brothers are like sitting in the living room watching TV. A knock on the door. My brother opens the fucking door. Like a dumbass. Dude's like, hey, can you, can you, do you have a phone I can use? I need, you know, my car broke down. It's over at the park over here. I just need somebody to come, my friend to come help me get it working. My mom comes around the corner. She recognizes the dude. Right when she recognizes the dude, he opens the door, like the screen door. My dad hears my mom scream. My dad turns the corner. And this dude, it's almost like, the, I thought they were going to go like head to head, like a giant fucking Dragon Ball Z clash. <laughs> Just like right in the middle of the fucking living room. But dude turns around, 
and runs and does like a swan dive off the front porch <laughs> into like a fucking army roll, runs and jumps into a moving pickup truck that's going down the road. He had to make a dramatic exit. Yeah, that's the most dramatic exit All I've ever the seen in my life. A swan dive off the porch yo, into the roll. That porch, yo, that porch, that house has been through a lot. My stepsister got into a fight. That shit was wild. Got into a fight a couple weeks after she gave birth. <laughs> this girl pulled up at our house to fight my stepsister. My stepsister is on the porch with her baby. I'm just standing there with my, like, fucking LG view ready to record. World star. Yeah. She goes, hold him, hands me her baby, and goes to proceed to fight this girl. Drug her head across the little, like, peg stands that hold up the railing of the porch. That's crazy. All I can hear is the sound. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that shit was wild. Um, are you familiar with who? Have you ever heard of the name Una Heard? I'm not. Una Heard. So the family friend, she's super popular around Sherman. She's super rich. Like she did a lot. But she has a Reddit thread. There's a Reddit thread about her. That's how crazy this story. Like this how that's it's an unsolved mystery. Oh shit. Uh This woman held me at my birth. Like she, like I've known her my whole life. She was there at my birth. Like I was one of the first people like, she held me as a babe, as a fucking newborn. Like, she was at the hospital. We would go to church on Sunday mornings. And every morning, she would walk down the road and walk around Old Settlers Baseball Park for her exercise. She's like 80, 82. Man, that's a bad part of town, man. Yeah, but, like, she's, like, super popping. Like, everyone knows her. Like, they're cool with her. She, like, walk over to the basketball court and, like, dap up. That's all, like, crazy. Like, she was, like, she was down. That's crazy. She was down. Like, she'd pull up to the Boys and Girls Club and stuff like that and, like, just hand out, like, you know, snacks to kids and stuff like that, dap up all the black kids. Like, she was down. She was cool. That's wild. Every Sunday morning, she would get up. She lived, like, down the road from us. She'd walk down our street, two old settlers. She would stop at, like, people's houses that she knew, like, knock on the door, say hello to the parents, to the kids, stuff like that, ask them if they needed anything. You know, like, super nice old lady. Then she, if they said no, she would make, make her make the round, make her exercise, walk around the park, go back home, to live her retired life. We went to church one morning. She waved at us. We waved back through the van. Later on that day, she was reported missing. She is yet to be found. They never found her. How long ago was that? Oh, like seven, six, seven, eight years ago. Damn, so they, they still haven't found her, and it's been almost a decade. Yeah. Probably longer than that. I think it's been more than a decade. And she was like eight, bro. She's gone. Yeah. They the only they found her glasses in a creek bed. Oh, yeah. She's gone, like, gone. Like four years ago. That was That's it. She's gone, gone. They, not, they haven't found a trace of her. Nothing. Theory is that one of her kids found one of her kids. Uh, like son-in-laws or sister-in-laws or something like that found out that they weren't in the will so they like offed her just to collect life insurance 
They must be like. That's a theory. They must be really good at hiding shit. Cause yeah, like, I don't know. She's gone, gone. Sherman's not that big. No. It's a decent sized town, but it's not that big. The fact they never found her is crazy. All they found is her glasses, and it's been 10 years. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And it said, doesn't sound like she goes too many places outside of no. her neighborhood. No. So, like, you would think, damn. She man. didn't even drive. She didn't drive. See, so you would think, like, damn, can't be that far away, right? Nah. They fucking got her ass for real. That's crazy. They like, got her ass for real. My brother told me a story the other night while I was... it's still on Reddit. About what? Well, so I did a ride-along with my brother the other night because he's a reserve. Yeah. Um, so we was on the way home after a very eventful night, um, and he was telling me a story. So this was about 10 years ago. Um, Damn, no, it's been fucking more than 10 years. June 25th, uh, last seen... It was in Sherman, Texas on June 25th, 2006. Bro, it's been six, almost 17. Yeah. She's gone. Yeah, she was uh, 81 at the time. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, even if even if she was still alive, like... Yo, she has a, a Reddit thread. The disappearance of Una May Heard. It has a whole Reddit thread about it. That's crazy. When you make it to Reddit, you've made it. Yeah. Of course, that's not the way you'd want to be remembered. It's not the way you want to make it, being on a damn Reddit thread, but... 17 years. She's gone, gone. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. if she was, like, still alive after that, like, what if she just, like, went somewhere? I mean, she'd be, like, what, like, 97? Yeah. 98? Yeah. She's gone, gone. That'd be crazy if she popped back up. Like, she she made it out. She escaped. And she's like, so, like, dude, the craziest thing would be, like, if one day, like, people just walked out their house. And she's just making her exercise round around the park. That'd be insane. Her normal walk. That'd be insane. On the walker. That'd be crazy if she made it out of, like, some crazy situation. At the age of 80? That'd be wild. She's goaded. I mean, clearly. At that point, she's the goat. That would be the wildest fucking occurrence of all time. She at that if she made it out of like, like torturous fucking, like I'm locked in a basement. They fucking beat the hell out of me every day. This town would be on the map if that happened, bro. Type like they, they really be they on the beat map. me and tortured me to give me to give them my money, and I made it out. She's more dangerous than Liam Neeson. I was going to say, that'd be the most gangster fucking story of all time. God, that'd be crazy. Like, that'd be you fuck with You fuck with her, you got a problem. Like, nobody would fuck with her. Nobody. So, like. Oh, man. I hope. Yuna, come home. That'd be lit. <laughs> Start fucking p- putting up, like, poster boards and shit outside, like, Coney 2020 or Coney 2012. Damn. Campaign for that shit, all the propaganda. Yeah. Yuna 2023. Damn. That'd be wild. <laughs> Damn, that'd be crazy. Crazy marketing schemes. But, like, my brother really told me a story that happened 10 years ago when he was 19. And at the time, he was living with my dad. Yeah. Who is a fucking crack fiend. 
Lit. Meth <laughs> monkey style, bro. Meth monkey Meth is the craziest monkey. thing I've heard today. Meth monkey. I've never heard that term before. You heard it now. My brother was driving the back roads of little old Dorchester, Texas. Yo. Okay. And my Meth monkey is something I'll keep with me forever. <laughs> keep that in your thoughts. Let it cook. Sizzle. <laughs> Use it at the right moment. Meth monkey. He was driving the back roads of little old Dorchester, Texas. And my dad had a friend who does the same stuff he does. Yeah. So out in Dorchester, there was a place called um, the Bamboo House. Sounds right. So it was where this one dude would cook meth and make weed out in the middle of basically nowhere. Yeah. My brother was driving down this road over by the Bamboo House, and he passed my father's friend who had his... His little meth grill in the back of his truck. Nice. So he passes my brother and sees, oh, shit, this guy just saw me passing with my meth grill. So my brother books it down this road, and this guy, who I know him personally, yeah, but he starts following my brother. Damn. So my brother lives in, like, the worst part of Howe, was living in the worst part of Howe. Um, which is crazy to think because how is not big at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but he was living over, like, pretty close towards the middle of downtown How. Okay. But my brother makes it home, and he's like, "Oh, okay." They they're not behind me, right? So I mean, they're not behind me, so he must not know where I'm at now. Yeah. My brother pulls into the driveway and gets out of the car, and he looks back towards the road, and he, the guy is passing him passing right by and he's slowing down looking at my brother damn and this guy did not recognize my brother and then i put together that hey this is richard's son yeah so he lived relatively close so my dad being the the man that he is being the person he is would randomly go out at random points of the night mm-hmm. and be gone for hours yep. and leave his 10-year-old and 12-year-old children in the house. Yep. So my brother told me that at night he would hear the the door handles, like, jiggling and stuff like that. And at first I didn't really think of anything of it. And then one night he heard it jiggle, and my brother's had guns since he was young. Yeah. Young. We'll <laughs> say young. Okay. Um. My brother at the time had his AR-15. He lit up the entire field beside our house. Damn. And there was nobody there. So, me as a child, I was 10 years old. Yo. I heard the same shit, but I was like, oh, ah, no big deal. Yeah. It's, it's just a fucking door handle. I found out from my brother just the other night, after 10 years of me hearing these noises, that it was the man that he passed with a fucking meth grill, jiggling our door handles, and one night he even kicked in the door. Kicked in the door and nobody was there. And my dad got home and saw the door was open. The back door was open. And was like, did you open the back door? Did you leave the door open? My brother was like, no, I wasn't even home. This fucking, my dad's meth, meth monkey friend was kicking in our door. And jiggling our door handles to try to find out who caught him making meth. That man has been in and out of prison since I was a kid. 
That's <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Damn. The fucking drug lord, the kingpins of hell, are out here kicking in doors and jiggling doorknobs. All over some, all over some meth grills. That's insanity. I. That house holds a lot of bad memories. I a fucking lot of crazy bet. Crazy shit. I fucking bet. I'm about to take a sinister turn here. Yeah. I literally watched my dad overdose in that house. Damn. At the age of ten, everything happened at the age of ten. <laughs> God damn. Ten, ten years old was a rough point in my life. I fucking see. Ten years old was my midlife crisis. That's crazy. I really watched my father overdose on alcohol and medicine. And I had to watch the ambulance take my father out the house. And then my father had the audacity to text my mom and ask her, why did you come take the kids out the house? My brother in Christ. (laughs) You overdosed. (laughs) Yo. Ten years old was a wild year for me. That's a wild year. 2013 was brazy. That's insane. I'm telling you, 2013 was a year to remember. That's so crazy. That's wild. Damn, dude. (laughs) My brother in Christ, (laughs) you overdosed. That's an... I'm about to take a fucking... All right, that's crazy. I had to warn the audience so they knew. Yeah, I see. I can't give you the unexpected twist and leave you shell-shocked like that. Well, in other news, have you heard of this fucking place called Monkey Town? I have not. It's, It's a cult town. Oh, of course. It's not too far from here, actually. Oh, of course. It's, it's very hard to find because it's not. It's you have to take a shit ton of back roads to get to it. But I've been there. You'll know you're there. It's a. It's weird. It's a string of houses. It's like one road. Every house there is like painted the same color, but they all have a red door, like a red door. That's fucking weird. I didn't believe my. Somebody told me about it one night, so we went out to look for it. Well, whatever. Pulled up, found it. We were driving around back road Fannin County for, I don't know, probably from like 8 p.m. to like 2 a.m. for hours. Finally found it. Drove across this bridge. And we were just, it was summer. We were riding with the windows down. I heard a noise. I was like, what the fuck was that? So we stopped. That's always the biggest mistake. We stop. Act like you don't hear shit. Keep going. Yo, this is, this is, no, it gets fucking weirder. We stopped. I heard the noise, and I was like, what is that? The person I was with, I was like, you hear that? And they are like, yeah, I don't know what, what it is, though. Thought it was coming from the car. So, like, we, like, opened the hood. Wasn't coming from the car. I'm like, what the hell is that? So we walk over, and the closer I get to the edge of the bridge, I see a light. I'm like, oh. Yo, come here. I'm whispering, like, yo, we, le- like, look over the edge of this bridge. There's, like, 50 people with fucking fire in the middle of this fucking creek break. Bro, you bend. walked into a fucking walked KKK, KKK meeting. meeting. We walked to a cult meeting. Walked to a full-on cult meeting. These people were, they were wearing red robes with hoods on with a f- big-ass fucking fire and a fucking goat in a cage. 
You walked into, not only did you walk into a cult meeting, you walked into a sacrifice, a sacrificing cult meeting. Shit is even wilder. I've never in my life thought my life was like going to be threatened before, ever in my life. This moment, I thought for sure I was not making it out. <laughs> Dude I'm with, we're looking. Like, they don't know we're there. They have no clue. We're just like looking. like, what the? It's fucking crazy. Dude I'm with sneezes. This is a horror movie plot right here. Like Sneezes. Like, four people just go, like, look up at us. I'm like, oh, fuck. We get back in the car. We're leaving, right? We're, we're driving away fast as fuck. Come to a dead end, like a, like, a, like a circle, like a turnabout. And, like, there's, I mean, this area is, like, old and decrepit, like, old town Texas. There's a house at the edge of this, like, at the end of this, like, turnabout-like type thing. We get there and we're like, we're hitting a U-turn to turn back around so we can leave. While we're doing a U-turn, like three people in red robes come out of this like old decrepit house. This is literally a horror movie Yo, plot. 100%. This is literally some shit you would see on Netflix. 100%. We drove away. I ain't never been back. What if we went back? I've never been. I would go. I would go back. I would. I'm like, like too afraid. I'm not too afraid to go back. I just know like for sure I'm taking if I do get caught, I'm taking at least five with me. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Like if they catch me, I promise you, I'm I'm about to be the worst sacrifice you've ever made. You're about to trade you're about you to, better trade to have the five hardest people time. for me. You gonna have to work for this. <laughs> it's gonna be the worst trade since Herschel Walker 100%. Back, back in the eighties. Yeah, no, this shit was wild. That's where is that at? So if you go, if you take the highway down towards, if you take the highway towards Bonham, why is everything like at Bonham? Why is everything towards oh, Bonham? I have no idea. If you take the highway towards Bonham, um, like take eighty two towards Bonham, don't know exactly where it's at, but you take the exit. It's on the left or right. I can't remember, but you'll see this old decrepit looking bridge. Right when you see that bridge, you take that exit, and then you make another right. And you just start driving down these back roads through a shit ton of forest. Like a shit ton of forest. And then finally you get to this random cutoff of trees. And it's literally houses. Like old, old, old houses. Like just lined up across the street. Probably for about, I don't know, four or five blocks. Damn, that's like an entire like little community. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Have like a gas station, like an old gas and pump, like where somebody would like used to come out and like pump your gas for you. Yeah. See, I thought we was talking just this one street, like maybe a couple houses. No, no, no. It's like four or five. This blocks. is a whole fucking community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just wild. And maybe too many people for me. Shit's wild. That reminds me. I have to pull up with the strap, to be honest. You have to pull up with multiple straps. Multiple straps with multiple people. Yeah, 100%. You have to bring a community yourself. 100%. I'd have to... Damn. I couldn't take my car. It's not enough people. But at the same time, my car is the fastest. I that get is away. true. I get away quick. That is true. I, if, I but feel is, like your, is your car prepared for the terrain, though? It's actually a very nice paved road. Like, once you get over the bridge, it's a paved road. That's crazy. I figured it'd be like out in the middle of fucking no, it's not dirt gra- road. No, it's not gravel or nothing. It's a paved road. 
That's crazy. That's actually wild. They got mailboxes and everything. Can you imagine being a postal worker going out there? No. <laughs> Catch you. Nah, bro. Because the one time you slip up and, like, go after sundown, you see a fucking shit ton of people leaving their houses with red robes on. It's quite literally, like, the definition of a sundown town. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry, you're not catching me at all. I'm sorry, my my fucking mail truck is never going in that area again. You motherfuckers ain't getting mail. Like, like the, one day, the one day that you're a little late, you're a little behind, and you pull up, sun's going down, you're putting mail, you hear the door open, and these people you see all the, all the time. Oh, hey, Barbara. You know, normal, very normal, calm. You see someone open the door, you get ready to say hello, and it's just a red robe. See, that's the scariest thing. It's like, during the day, these are probably normal people who go out oh, and work in corporate fucking America. Probably work in Sherman. They, they, some of them might work in this building. <laughs> That'd be wild. That would be crazy. Do I plan on finding out? No. That'd be crazy. But someone in this building listens to this episode, they're like, oh, shit. We'd have Next to time find, I'm recording, we'd have to fucking red robe walks in. <laughs> that, would be wi- that would be wild for the podcast, though. It would be wild If we made podcast. it out alive. If we made it out alive? That would be crazy. Damn. But, like, that's actually wild. Some of these people during the day probably work normal-ass office yeah, jobs. Yeah, normal jobs. And then at night, they were a fucking cultist. Sacrificing, sacrificing goats. fucking goats. And it's not even that far away. No. No. That's terrifying. That. That's wild. That reminds me of this one night, man. <laughs> this, I can't, like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Like, being a UPS driver? Dude, I'm not going on that route. I'm not. Like, if you don't get your mail, I'm sorry. Like, you don't get it. Dude, you better buy a fucking P.O. box. Yeah. Like, you, you better you pay You're going to have to come get the mail, bro. Yeah. I'm not driving out there. Like, I'll drive out there. I'll do it again. But I'm, I need, a, I need, a, I need a, a massive vehicle. Yeah. You would need, like, somebody's, like, truck. I need, like, the electric Hummer. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> you have to be able to fit like five, six people. I need five, six people with window access and with a strap. It, have you ever seen the movie End of Watch? Yeah. It'd be like it'd be like when they they pulled up into the hood with a minivan. Yeah. That's what you need. I need that. That way you just open the fucking the slide door. Yeah. Start mowing them down. That'd be the only way. I'd mean, be like, able to electric hummer and crab walk, turn my wheel sideways and crab walk out that bitch real quick. I'd be down to go, but we we need to come as an army, bulletproof vests, tactical helmets. I'm not driving. I want middle seat in the back row, just in case they got some shit they throw back. <laughs> People on the You're side all going to be first. shields for me. 100%. 100%. You're all going to be shields. Nah, I'll drive. I'd be lit, though. I want to video it. I want to video the community. That's a dangerous move. It is. It's a dangerous move. It is. Good. But, I mean, just think about it. Think of the views, man. The views would be crazy. You may not live very long after it. No. You'd have to post that shit anonymously. But, like, that's actually wild, though, that it's that close. It's that close, and yeah. there's that many people. It's a shit ton of people. And I've never heard of it. Someone someone told me about it. They said they ran into it like when they were like when they were a teenager. 
One of my friend's parents did it. Like, just happened to drive through it when they were a teenager. That's got to be terrifying. Like, you're just like randomly driving one night. Like, maybe, maybe you're just maybe you're just driving around clearing your head, and you just happen honestly, to pull up on this. Like, that's a classic like 1980s horror movie. It really is. That's like Children of the Corn shit. Like, oh, road trip, stumble upon a fucking creepy ass town. Oh yeah, the people are a little weird, but that's fine. Nah. They out here. That's a terrifying experience to have. I don't feel like you're ever prepared for that moment. We had heard about it. Like my friend's parent my friend's mom told me about it. Told us about it. And we're like, yo, that sounds weird as fuck. So we went out and just we were just bored one night and we, that's why we went out to like find it. And I didn't think, I don't know, I wasn't really, like, I wasn't really taken back by it. Like, I saw it, and I was just like, damn, people really out here be doing this shit. Then my friends sneezed, and then they looked at us. That's, 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 that's when I was just like. That's literally classic horror movie plot. I was like, damn, hop back in the whip, dude. You know what they say. We didn't run back to the car. I walked back to the car. I was very calm. I was like, they got to climb out of this damn creek. Like, we got plenty of time. But then when we got down to the fucking end of the road, That's we had to do the, do the circle, do the fucking roundabout. That's panic And mode. I saw, like, people come out of the house, like an old broken down house. In the robes? In the robes? I was like, oh, shit. Because that, at that point, we got to pass those people at the fucking creek bed to get out of here. What if they're all blocking the road? Mow them down. Got to, right? Run that shit over, bro. Got to. Shouldn't have been in the road. Shouldn't have been in the road. Ain't nobody going to find them out there. No. What are you going to do, report it as a crime? Yeah, exactly. Y'all here fucking murdering animals. Yeah, what the fuck? They ain't going to do shit. But you're also at a tactical disadvantage out there. Like when you think about it. 100%. They know that area. They know the area. You have no clue where you're at. I have no idea where I'm at. So, like... People are coming out of houses and shit, out the woods, like, I mean, like, if you were to get into a, if they were to block off the road with, like, vehicles, you're fucked. Especially at that dead end part. Yeah. You're fucked. Because they already know the area. Yeah. They're just going to play, they're going to play strategic with you. Damn. They're going to fuck around with you. It's only one way to find out, I guess. <laughs> Get, let me get a cyber truck real quick from Elon. It's going to take like a year to get that shit. I agree, but ain't nothing, nothing plan, stopping it. Plan it for 2024. Nothing stopping that cyber truck. I'm mowing down everything. NYNP cult trip 2024. Damn. That's a to be continued. That's, you don't even know if we're going to make it back. You don't. But if I mean, if another episode of the podcast don't come out, I mean, you know how it went. That's very true. But if it does, the story is going to be crazy also very true <laughs> damn I didn't even think about that they could have cut my ass off real quick I'm telling you bro like you gotta you gotta be thinking one step ahead two steps ahead I don't know how many people they've caught out there you would never know never you would never know the number never never know never know that's insane <laughs> think, think about how many people stumble out Stumble out there just randomly, thinking, "Oh wow, look at this! I just found an uh, an abandoned little place over here," and they actually like get up out the car, still thinking everything is normal. Nah, fuck that. Like, they're gone. One hundred percent. They're gone. Like, 
Did you know there was a fucking serial killer in, uh, like, Wichita Falls? I heard about that. Did you know that? I like heard about that, but I don't years remember. Years and years and years ago? I don't remember the story. There's a movie it. about it on Netflix. What's the movie called? The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Yo, I've heard the movie, too. I didn't yeah. know it was Wichita Falls. So. Wichita Falls, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was a serial killer. Man collected, like, 15 bodies. God damn. Yeah. Yo, I high-key think I, like... I think like six months ago, seven months ago, I think I high key might have ran into a serial killer. Like actually. Or at least a murderer at the very least. I was driving home. I went to a concert. Shit. Dude, right. it, it was it was a rough the night. Man said, I think I ran into I a really, serial killer. I really think I did. Just based off how the experience went. I I went to a concert at Choctaw. Like mm-hmm. mid July. Yep. The concert started at 10, so you know it's going to be late, late night anyways. Yep. We were driving back. I was, it was me and three of my friends in my friend's truck, and I was the DD. Yeah. We're driving home from Choctaw. We stopped and eat at Whataburger, you know, normal shit, you know, yep. when you're intoxicated. Yep. Um, it's the only place that's open. Accurate. We are driving home. It is like 2.30 in the morning. My friend lives out... Um, Close, close to Luella. Okay. So, do you know the road that if you turn, it's literally Luella Road. It's literally Luella Road. Maybe. Um, if you're going on over towards like Highway 11. Yeah. So, it's like 2.30, 2.45 in the morning, and I'm driving on Luella Road. Luella Road has no lights. None. So, I'm driving down the road, and... We're getting really close to the house. Like, we're literally, like, one curve away from the house. And this truck passes us. And as they pass us, I'm very aware of my surroundings. Yeah, you got to be. I'm very aware. Got to be. So as soon as they pass us, I look up in the rearview mirror and see the brake lights come on. So they're starting to slow down. And my friend, who's drunk as shit, is like, oh, my God, they're doing the same thing we're doing. They're just driving around fucked up. Yeah. I look up in the rearview mirror and see the brake lights come on. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This truck starts turning around. Oh, damn. They put the bits in the reverse and start turning around. So we pull around this corner, and there's this girl walking down the road. It's like... It's like 60-something degrees outside. She's wearing boots, cut-off jean shorts, and a red shirt. thought you were going to say something crazy. Like, she was wearing, like, a white dress. I was going to be like, Cameron? Hell no. That would have been some paranormal shit. I was like, Cameron, the fact that you're here, like, the story of, like, the lady in white is crazy. And if you would have saw that and you're still here today, it's wild. <laughs> Dude. So this girl is walking down the road. It's pitch black outside. So I rolled down the passenger window, and my friend is like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, do you need help? And she looks at us, and she's crying. Of course, because why not? Yeah. She's crying. And she's like, no, it's just, I don't know, like, I'm just walking, and um, this, that, and the other. She's like, well, like, do you need a ride somewhere? And she's like, well. And as she says, well, she turns around. And this truck is coming around the corner. Fuck. I look back, and she screams. She goes, she screams, oh, no. 
And from behind me, my friend goes, he starts screaming to drive. I hit the fucking gas. This truck starts following us. I am booking it 90 miles an hour down Luella Road. Yo. And I honestly, I honestly think this girl probably went missing. Maybe. Because the truck stopped. Like, after I hit 90 miles an hour and I hit the curve, the truck stopped following me. But, like, my, my, I was worried for this girl because I was like, damn, she probably just got the shit kicked out of her by whoever's in this truck. Like, and they just turned around because they, they saw we were coming up. Because Luella Road, you don't expect anyone to be out there at 2.45 in the morning. Damn. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's no lights. There's no nothing out there. My friend tried to get me to turn around. No. And help her. No. And I was like, mother, I'm not fucking Batman. At the bare minimum, I would have been like, yeah, if, as soon as she said, oh, no, I would have been like, in my mind, I'm like, I can outdrive this dude. I know I can. Oh, I'm like, I'm like fucking F1 tier. I'm like, like a NASCAR driver. Like... I would have been like, just hop in, hop in real quick. See how long this truck follows me. I'd have been cool because I'd have driven him straight to the police station. That would have been hilarious. Straight to the police station? Let me, let that happen to me in that car out there. I promise you, you would think I'm fucking Vin Diesel. Bro. In Fast and Furious 37 or whatever that is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like. I'm flying. I totally could have took him for a drive. Like. The fact that she said, oh no. It was terrifying. That's terrifying. It was terrifying. Especially the timing, because as soon, as soon as she said it and I saw the headlights, I was oh, like, no, it's I was not like a this is sign. bad. This is bad. Oh, no, is awful. And we were literally right outside my friend's house. Oh, no, is awful. Yeah, it was, it was terrifying. Speaking of women of in the terrifying road, things. I was on the way home the other night <laughs> from the gym. It was like, oh, I don't know, it was like 2 o'clock, 2.30. I turned the corner. And I have my, it's nighttime, my headlights are on. Don't see her at all. There's a black woman in a fucking red nightgown. Nah. Standing in the middle of the road. Nah. Not moving. Nah. Nah. She's easily 75. She wasn't moving. No. She had both of her hands palm out, standing, staring dead straight down the middle of the road. I saw her at the last second, so I hit my brakes, thinking she would move. Nah. When I drove by, she didn't turn her head to look at me, only her eyes looked at me. Bro, that, you want to talk about terrifying, you're talking about nightmares. That's it right there. She she didn't do this. She went, like, just peeked me out the corner of her eye. That's nightmare fuel. I was like, damn, what the... So, me, I'm half white. I have, like, that half curiosity, like, that curious yeah, side in me. Yeah, I told my dad about this, and he was like, I told him what I did. And he goes, that's your white side kicking in, because any other black person would be like, fuck no. Bro, I'm full white, and I'm not, I, I'm not doing that. So, I got curious. So, I went home first. Dropped my bag off. And I was like, like, maybe five minutes later. I was like, I wonder if she's still here. So I took the exact same route I went to, like, to get home. She wasn't there anymore. So I just circled around the block to come back around, doing the exact same thing on a different street. 
I don't know how I'd react, bro. I'd be terrified. I was like, damn. She does every night? Like, so what's going on? Is she blessing the road? I don't know what's going on right now. Hell no. She, you got too yeah, much. Yeah, she was like, she was like two roads over. That's just standing crazy. like this. I wonder what happens if you get out the car. Do I plan on finding out? No, but like, I just wonder. What happens if you get out the car? Would she move then? Would people come out the fucking woodworks? Like I have no idea. Me and my <laughs> me, my dad, and my two brothers, we were leaving I don't know where the fuck we were coming from, but we were like back road like Dallas area. Like Dallas has back roads? Dallas has back roads, yeah. We were like Podunk Dallas town. <laughs> and we pulled up to this gas station. Had one pump. One light, old beat up like box Chevy out front. Not the one light town. Uh, fucking, they had like a um, a tow truck, like a beat up tow mater, like fucking <laughs> crazy ass like <laughs> shit you would see in a like just an old western. Pulled up to this gas station, and we go inside. My brothers are asleep, so me and my dad go outside. Go inside. And I think we were coming back. We were coming back from somewhere. I know it was a long drive, though. And he was like, just grab something to eat or whatever. And there's an old woman, old white woman, working the front. And her, I'm assuming her husband, some old white dude, working on the grill, like cooking food. It's like 3 a.m. And they're giving us the craziest look I've ever seen in my life. I've got a bad feeling as to where this story's going, but I'm going to sit and wait it the out. craziest look. And I'm a child, so I'm just like, I, 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 I peeped the look, but I don't know what the fuck it means. Out of nowhere, my dad, like, rushes over to the aisle I'm on, and he goes like, hey, put that down. We got to go. I'm like, the fuck? Why? He's like, you just put it down. We got to leave. So we start to walk out, and the woman goes... Word for word, where are you two boys going this time of night? Nope. And my dad nope. goes, my dad goes, don't answer, or something like that, or whatever, something like that. And so we walked back to the car, and out of, like, this, like, the garage section of this, like, gas station, two men walk out. I'm assuming they're children. I have no idea. But two grown-ass men in overalls walk out. We get in this fucking white van, start driving down the road. This road has no lights, none. And, like, every, like, mile, my dad is, like, he's, like, he's hitting the brakes, like, hard as fuck. He's just hitting the brakes. And I remember asking him why he does that, like why he was doing it. And he goes, because people like that, they're untrustworthy. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, if you want to sneak up on someone in the dark, you drive, you tail, you tailgate them super with your headlights off because as long as you're driving, they're in your blind spot. They, you can't see them. Mm-hmm. We get to a stop sign and my dad hits the brakes hard as fuck. There's a car directly on our ass with their headlights off. It's those two. It was those two dudes. My dad hits the brakes 
and just like opens the door and like these two dudes turn the headlights on and hit reverse and like leave. Then we went home. <laughs> you have seen some wild shit. It's crazy. You've seen some insane like cult type activity. One hundred percent. Like multiple times is is wild. One hundred percent. My dad picked up a homeless man once. I don't know if he was homeless. I think he just needed help or something like that. But me and my brothers were sitting. In my he told us to sit in the back seat, and uh, this guy this guy was walking on the side of the road asking people for a ride to like a gas station. He was a little tweaked out, and I'll never forget this. Dude got in the front seat, and the first thing my dad said to him was, I have my three sons in the car. If you try anything, I'll stab you in your neck and watch you bleed out. That's intense. And the dude turned around and looked at us, and then looked at my dad, and just didn't say a word, and just looked straight ahead. I was like, stab him in his neck and watch him bleed out is crazy. That's intense. <laughs> that's a that's a fucking mean-ass threat. <laughs> Well, that would be an, that'd be a crazy experience as a child watching that as well. Yo, if he tried something and that'd it happened, dramatic. One hundred percent. A stab to the neck—that's blood. That's blood spraying. Oh yes. I'm getting red. Yes. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of weird group activity. I had a homeless guy come up to me not that long ago when I was at the gas station. You know, they they look out for the people that have nicer cars. 100%. They definitely do. 100%. So I pulled up to the gas station. All of my encounters have been cult-like, group-like, or homeless people. That's it. Three terrifying experiences. Those are three people you... I hate to say it. Three people you don't want to run into. <laughs> You're not wrong. Because you don't know how it's going to go. You're not wrong. You don't know how it's going to go. I ran over a homeless lady. You did what? I ran over a homeless lady once on accident. I've got to hear this. I was on my way to church, actually. That's even worse. <laughs> on the way to talk to God, you ran over a homeless lady. Nah, it was back. It was my first car out of 1997 Nissan Maxima. Of course, it's a Nissan. The of lit. course. It's gold. Motherfuckers and Nissans can't drive. It's gold. Got my windows down. It's hot as fuck outside. AC don't work. <laughs> I'm pulling up to a stop sign. There's a one-way. It's going this way. And then the next block has a one-way going this way. So the stop sign. There's a car in front of me. There's a homeless lady talking to this guy in front of me through his window. And I can see through his back windshield he does this. He, like, points down the road. So in my head, I'm like, oh, she has, like, gas station store or something like that. Yeah. So he drives across the street. I get to the stop sign. Me, my dumbass, trying to roll my windows up, forgot that I have the window lock on. And on old-ass cars, I can't roll the windows up with the window lock on. Well, I don't want to talk to this bitch. Cars are coming, so I can't drive. So she leans in my vehicle and goes, hey, can you point me to the direction of the nearest gas station? And I was like, oh, yeah, if you walk, like, two blocks this way and make a right, there's an easy mark, like, right there. She goes, oh, okay, thank you. I turn my head to look back to see if there's cars coming. There's still cars coming. And, like, as I'm getting ready to take my foot off the brake so I can go, my car door opens, and she slides her leg in. You are getting carjacked. Freaked me the fuck out. So I just hit the gas. 
fucking shot across this fucking road. She tumbles out, and I remember the feeling of my back right wheel just, like, bouncing. I was like, oh, I just ran over this bitch. Speed bump. (laughs) For real. Went to church, hooped. That's crazy. You continued on about your day like everything was normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nothing crazy just happened. You definitely didn't just run someone over. Nah. That's crazy. Yeah. I had the most awkward experience with a homeless person the other day. It honestly made me feel really bad, too. Homeless encounters are great. It made me feel awful. I've never felt bad for anything I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You're a fucking menace. (coughs) You're a menace. There's one black homeless dude that walks around fucking Sherman all the goddamn time. Does he ride a bike? No, that's man killer. Huh? Pardon me? Man who? That's man killer. He does what? (laughs) That's man killer. Does he ride around like Parkway and stuff? Yeah. You know who that is? Yeah, I know him. That's man killer. You know who he's related to? No. Preacher man. That makes sense. That's his uncle. That's crazy. He told me about it. Yeah, it's man killer. Dare I ask? (laughs) Or is it self-explanatory? It's self-explanatory. Of course it is. But at the same time, when I worked at the tattoo shop, he would come by almost every day and ask us for change. And we'd give him, like, pennies and shit like that. Then one year for Christmas, we gave him a bike. God damn, he stopped. <laughs> we gave him a bike for Christmas. Not two days later, man pulled up on a different bike. <laughs> it was like, I just want to thank you all for letting us have this bike. You have, Let me have this bike. And we're like, yo, that's not, that's, well, that's that's not the not. bike we gave you, dude. And he goes... No, no, no. I saw this one, so I traded. I saw I traded. Saw this, I saw this one. Saw this one leaned up against the fence. I liked it better, so I traded him. And, and Trey, he goes, "Hey, what's your name anyway, man? We never, we never knew your name." He goes, "Oh, they call me Man Killer." He like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name Man Killer. This is something I did back in '87." Like '87? That's wild. I was like, "What?" All right, yeah, Man Killer. That's crazy. Yeah, man killer. Uh, oh, my God, bro. No, yeah, man killer. That's too close to home, man. That's too close to home. Especially hearing that shit. Oh, it was, <laughs> it's just something I did back in 87. Man killer right there. I just there. killed the motherfucker in 87. Yeah. He man probably, killer. probably killed the person who's, who he stole the bike from. Probably, to be honest. The man other, really pulled up with a different bike and was like, I traded. it. Pre- appreciate y'all for the bike. No, I man upgraded. <laughs> traded. I traded. I think he stole a bike and just left his other one there. Nah, there's a homeless dude. He he hangs out around uh he hangs out around like Little Mexico Sherman. Okay. And uh, okay. sort of more towards the old high school actually. Yeah. That gas station that's over there. I went there to get gas one night and he I'm walking in. Walking in. And he goes, Hey man and I'm like <laughs> goes, you remember me? I'm your dad's brother. And I was like, my dad is the only child. <laughs> he goes, your dad, your dad's name is your dad's name is Jimmy, right? And I went, no, it's not. And he goes, what's your dad's name? And I was like, my dad's name is James. And he goes, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, it's my brother, man. I went, you don't even know your own brother's it's name. It's not. He goes, hey man, you think you can give me a ride? I was like, to where? And he goes, I gotta make a quick trip to McKinney real quick. And I went. That is not a quick trip. It's not a quick trip, my guy. It's like 30 <laughs> minutes. And he goes, I'll buy you a Pepsi. And I was like. A, a $2 Pepsi for, like, for no. a 30-minute trip? I was like, nah, man, I can't I can't give you no ride. I'm sorry. 
He goes, oh, man, you going to do that to your uncle for real? And I went, nigga, you're, you're not, not my, my uncle. uncle. <laughs> Walked inside, gave the dude $40. I was like, hey, can I have 40 on pump six or whatever? Walk back out. And he gets up. He gets up. He starts talking to me again. And he goes, man, can you give me a ride? And I was like, nah, man, I got shit to do. So I put the put the thing in the in the car, start filling <laughs> filling it up, <laughs> and right around like the thirty five dollar mark, see this man get up and grab his bags and start to walk towards me, and I'm like, oh shit, this is great. He goes, I really want to appreciate you getting in, you know, taking me up to McKinney, man. I really appreciate. It. I'll make sure to tell you, make sure to tell your daddy how how, how grateful I am. That's crazy. And I got in the car. <laughs> And just looked at him, and he pulled my door handle. And I wrote down the window, and he goes, oh, man, don't be like that. Don't be funny, man. This is a real quick drive. You can bring me back. And I went, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, just give me a second. Let me unlock the door. And as I hit, like, the lock button, I used my other hand to, like, put the car in gear, and I just slowly rolled away. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you going to do your uncle like that, Yo, man? I guess so. I guess so. My, I, dude, my dude really said he's my dad's brother. And, and called him Jimmy. Called him Jimmy. Instead of Jane. I had a similar experience the other night at the gas station. No, gas stations are... They're hot spots. Goaded. They're hot spots. Goaded. That's where you can find the best shit. Where I go buy my Twisted Tees at, uh, the gas station next to Rendezvous on Texoma Parkway. Yep. The guy that owns that gas station has a TikTok page. Where he just posts all the crazy shit homeless people do there. Dude, homeless people are wild. He has a freestyle Friday. <laughs> With homeless people? With homeless people. That's crazy. If they come in and they do a freestyle, they get like a free like large like fountain drink. That's crazy. And he puts them on TikTok. It's amazing. Bro, I was literally at the gas station the other <laughs> night and I pulled up and there was no one next to me. I go in and I grab my normal snack before I come to the gym. Um, I come back out. There's this beat up Honda. It's like... Early 2000s Honda. Yeah. It's beat the fuck up. Yeah. And this is when it was like nine degrees outside, okay? No. So it was super fucking cold. Yeah. I get in my car. As I'm closing the door, I hear someone go, hey, sir. I'm like, wipe, wipe, the, <laughs> wipe the ear. I'm like, I hear some. I look over. There's this dude who, I guess he just hopped out the car because I don't know where the fuck he came from. He like, yeah. just like randomly appeared like an NPC. Um... <laughs> Not but I start rolling down the window, and I only rolled it down a little bit because, one, I don't know who you are. Two, it's yep. fucking cold. Yep. So I'm rolling down the window. It's like, hey, like, do you have, like, a couple bucks on you? I don't carry cash. Me neither. I don't carry cash. We live in a digital world. 100%. I, I don't agree. carry cash. So I was like, ah, I don't have any cash on me. Like, I was like, do you need something? I was like, do you need anything like eat, drink? He was like, yeah, I was going to use it to just grab something to eat and drink. And so I was like, all right. I was like, let's go inside real quick. But, like, before that, he was walking up to the car, and I was trying to roll down the window, and I accidentally hit the lock button. Damn. And so I think he thought I was terrified of him. Damn. Because I hit the lock button, I think he heard it, because he started backing away. Damn. And I offered to buy him a a drink and food, and he was like, oh, no, no, that's okay, that's okay. As he just, like, slowly just, like, backed away. Damn. I felt awful, because I was like, Damn. He probably thinks I'm fucking terrified of him because I accidentally hit the lock button. Now, the homeless community of Grayson County has gotten wild. Me and Peyton pulled up to the movie theater a couple months ago. Went to go see some movie. I forgot what movie we were going to see. Homeless dude walks up to us 
in the parking lot, homeless Mexican dude. He's like, hey man, you got like twenty bucks you can you can spare or something like that. And you know, I'm just trying to get something to eat and you know, it's all I'm really trying to do. Something to eat and like stay at the, the Motel Six on Parkway. It's like eight dollars a night or something like that. It's super it's super cheap. Because all people do that is shoot up fucking heroin. Fair <laughs> and, enough. And uh Peyton goes, Nah man, I ain't got no money on me, but I can buy you a movie ticket. And I was like, Peyton, this nigga don't want a fucking movie ticket. What is he going to do with that? This man Peyton really went and got a fucking movie ticket to some random ass movie. Y'all watch it with him? Back out, nah, walked back outside, <laughs> handed it to him. He was like, I'm not going to give you cash. You'll use it on drugs probably. I know your type. Hands him the movie ticket and a bucket of popcorn and goes, have a good night. That's wild. There is no <laughs> way. I was like, I know your type. Yeah. That's almost like telling someone, that's almost like calling a person, like, your people. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You want to know where one of the best hotspots is for, like, crazy activity? (laughs) The fucking Jack in the Box. Oh, either of them. Bro, I... Either of them, Denison or Sherman. The Sherman one's crazy. I've I've run into a homeless person who tried to fucking kill me there and a gang member. I ran into a I ran into a blood one night. I ran into a, a giant dude who tried to fucking off me for my PlayStation Five. <laughs> yeah, bro. When I ran into this blood <laughs> in Jack in the Box, it had to have been the worst possible night. Damn, I, I was wearing blue jeans and a blue hoodie. Damn, I was wearing the wrong color. You were crypt up, wrong dude. Night. This motherfucker had it. He was decked out, backwards red hat. Red t-shirt, red shorts, red Damn. socks, red shoes. And I was like, shit. I'm really finna go out in the Sherman Jack in the Box? This is really it? <laughs> this is what was planned for Damn. me? I'm gonna die in this raggedy ass Jack in the Box? That's crazy. Because the news would have reported a gang violent, Like, gang violence. They would have. And I'm white as can be. With Cameron, Cameron Langford. Local gang member known as a <laughs> they go tarnish lo- my legacy. Local local crip gang member dies to gang violence. <laughs> bro, they go tarnish my name. I would have saw that and be like, damn, he was out here cripping, bro. <laughs> That's wild. I had I ha- I would have ops that I didn't know existed. Damn. That's I had a homeless. I had a homeless man damn near try to stab me in that same jack in the box. I believe that. I believe that 100%. It was literally me, Jordan, and someone else. I just wanted my my fucking Oreo shake. That's all I wanted. Jack and fucking Oreo shake, dude. I just wanted the shake. Yeah. I was ordering my shake. Jordan had walked out, like, literally five minutes before, and we were parked right in front of the door. And this homeless dude was tweaking out. Yep. Wearing this fucking bright-ass cyan blue jacket. Yep. And he's literally over there doing the classic fucking... Not the scratches. The Tyrone Bigham's fucking <laughs> scratch. And Jordan calls me. I answer it, and I put it on speaker. And he goes, hey, you might want to go out the other exit. The homeless dude behind you is staring at you. I'm on speakerphone. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I turn around, and he's looking at me. I turn back around, I was like... All right, thanks, man. And I hang up and put my phone back in my pocket. 
So I position myself where I can still see him. And he's just staring at me, tweaking the fuck out, scratching himself. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I'm like, dude, what is going on? I slipped <sighs> up for like half a second. This is the one time in my life you will catch me slipping. That's fucking great. I turned and was facing the two fucking people that work at the Jack in the Box. And I'm grabbing my shit off the counter and the dude slides behind me and goes to the bathroom. And I was like, damn, I really just let my man slide behind me like that. After giving me the notion that he's going to yeah. kill me in this Jack yeah. in the Box. I went out the other exit. I never saw that man again. But the fact that I damn near died to a homeless dude in a fucking cyan blue jacket, (laughs) while Jordan tells me on speakerphone that the man behind me who is listening to the conversation is watching me. The thought of being told someone's staring at you and then you turn around and see them staring at you is terrifying. It was was awful. I haven't been to that Jack in the Box since. That reminds me, that's that's a movie scene. I've recently seen that in a movie. We literally used to go to that Jack in the Box just for those experiences. Both of those encounters happen within a week of each other. Damn. I'm telling you, like, 11 o'clock is the hot spot. You go in there and sit there, guaranteed. You're going to run into something. The old Arabian dude that works there cracks me up because he has no time for anybody. <laughs> He's so funny. I don't think they care about anything over there. No. I Every now and then, I would go there and get a munchie meal at, like, a midnight <laughs> and be like, hey, man, can I have a... Uh, like I forgot what uh, the spicy curly fry burger munchie meal. Like, we don't have that. It's like all right. Do you, what? You know, what do you have? Those. What do you want? Um. Uh. Fuck. Can I have a number two? All right. What else? With uh totals nine sixty five. I'm like nigga, let me finish, dude. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> finished. Yeah. No, that dude cracks me up. He's cool. I understand why he hates his job. I mean, it's Jack in the Box. It's Jack in the Box and the location. It's hard not to hate your job. I don't think I've had any other crazy homeless experiences. Not I have the- very few homeless people interactions because as bad as it is, like, Highway 75, like, right off 75 is, like, the hot spot, like, on that corner right by yeah. the Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I whole feel- intersection, all yes. four of those lights. All yeah. four corners. yeah. I feel really bad because like, I pull up. If it's a red light and they're standing there, I hop on my phone. I put that bitch right up in my face as if I don't see anybody. It's awful, but at the same time. I don't carry cash, but the days I do have cash on me, if it's one of those, I hate the I hate the people that pretend to be homeless when they bring their kids out there. Yes. I hate them. So I'll purposely pull out my wallet and I'll cash. I'll, I'll count money through the window. That's <laughs> crazy. You're a hater. <laughs> That reminds me, though, I do have one homeless, homeless person experience. Um, I straight up count bread right there. Dude, I literally, I went to a Cowboys game, right? All the way in Arlington. I went to a Cowboys game, and we were right by the stadium. Of course, people are going to be there at the right there at the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great spot. You've got all these people who've spent thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to this game. This lady is standing on the corner with her son. Um, and the sign said something like, um, please help. I have three kids. You know, I lost my insurance, blah, 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 whatever. So I thought nothing of it. Cause I'm like, ah, it's a big ass city. Like that's yeah. normal. Finish the Cowboys game, go home, you know, normal day. So I go to Sherman the next day and I'm right by the Chipotle. Yeah. 
No, I'm right, right by the Target. Tell me why this same woman with the same child is in Sherman, Texas. Damn. With the same goddamn sign. Yeah. How the fuck did you make it from Arlington yeah. to Sherman? Have you ever given a homeless person money? I've given... I've given a homeless man outside of Walmart $5 one time. I gave a woman $5 the other day because I had it on me, but I have given – is he still in Sherman? I see him every now and then. He's genius. I love it. It's great. He has one leg, and his sign says, on my last leg. That's fucking <laughs> – that's top tier. Yeah, it, goes, that's on my, top tier. it says, on my last leg, and just to, like, sell it even more because some people will fake that shit. Yeah. He'll sit in his wheelchair, and then, like, if you give him money, he'll get up. And he'll like fucking hop on one leg over to the car. Gave him, I gave him like fifteen bucks once because I saw a sign and I was like, "That's funny." That's you're a homeless man a, with a sense of humor. And then he does the theatrics with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, he'd be hopping like, like Peggy the Plank or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did have, I think it was the same person He's that I cool. that I gave, I gave this guy outside of Walmart five bucks. I had a homeless guy come up to me. At Walmart, the same Walmart, not that long ago, and this was when it was like it was like cold, cold. Like we were getting down to like twenties consistently, and I felt so bad. I don't carry cash. Yeah. Like even if I had something to give you, like one, there's too many people out here faking for one. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like I just don't have it. I don't have it on me. Yeah. I had this guy come up to me. He's a homeless veteran, and he was like. It was raining, and it was, like, 20-something degrees outside. He's, like, probably, like, mid-60s. Damn. And he asked me, he's like, do you have any change? Like, anything. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to help, like, get a shelter for my family. Which one? I don't know what my $5 is going to do for that. Um, yeah. I know it's a wild statement, but I, my $5 isn't going to help. You may, be able to, you may be able to get half a night at that Motel 6 or that place on Parkway where the people got shot at. I'm sure the property value down there dropped. Yeah. So, I mean, you may be able to get, like, half a night there. Yeah. You might not make it through the night, but, like, I was like, I don't, I don't carry cash. Like, I don't have it. I don't got it on me. I want to I, I hope I make it to the day where homeless people upgrade. They're like, you don't carry cash? I got a square reader. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I be looking at their outfits, bro. I'm like, <laughs> like, damn, you got some Jordan 1 retros on? <laughs> like, where you get those at? Like. I want to see that one day. I'm like, hey, man, you got any cash? I'm like, I don't carry cash. That's cool. I got a square reader. Dude. I mean, nigga, you got a bank account. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That'd be great. The day that happens, bro, I'm recording that shit. The have day to. that that happens. Have to. Have the day to. that they upgrade like that, like that the world might end. Homeless people move different. We are, like, revolutionizing this country. That's hilarious. There's a homeless community out by... Uh, there's two, actually. One in the woods behind Little Caesars. On Parkway? Or? Yeah. Okay. And two over where Starbucks is at, that uh, that furniture building that's way behind Starbucks. Yeah. Out behind that. I've always wondered where they stay at. There's a shit ton of tents. There's like 50 tents back there. I've always wondered where they stay at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Yo. they'll be on the highway during the day, but, like, nighttime, I got disappear. a crazy-ass sense of humor. Like, I got, like, a dark sense of humor. Oh, yeah, me too. So, one day, me and my ex-girlfriend, who worked at Starbucks with me, at the time, I worked at Starbucks and at the La Quinta Hotel, like, 
a two minute walk away. I worked at both places because I was, you know, broke. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't in those days no more. <laughs> Come up story is real. But got out the mud. And uh, so I worked there one night. I opened the store at Starbucks from four thirty to twelve. Then I went home, took a nap from like twelve thirty to two. Drove over to my ex's house. Uh, got in her car. Me and her drove to Starbucks. I took her to work. Then I went to work over at the hotel. I worked 3 to 11. She worked 3 to 10.30, which is basically like 11.30. Yeah. So I get off work. I drive the 20 seconds it takes to get back to Starbucks, and I'm sitting in the car waiting for her to come out so we can go back home. She gets in the car, and we're just talking. And a homeless man walks behind the car and walks into that gas station. And we're just talking. We, we, we saw him, obviously. And then he comes back out like five minutes later. But this time he's not taking the same route he took the first time. This time he's making a direct beeline straight at the car, like straight at her, at, at her seat, like at her window. He's looking directly inside the car. And she's like, oh, my God, what is he? Is he going to cut? No, Aaron, Aaron, lock the door, lock the door. I'm like, yo, it's fucking locked. So I roll the window down real quick, just like, just like, mm-mm. She freaks the fuck out. Dude comes up to the window, starts banging on the window. <laughs> what the fuck? Yelling, God sees what you do in here. Yo. <laughs> what? Like, at the top of his lungs. So she's freaking out. I think it's hilarious. I'm having the time of my life. She's like, leave, leave, leave. So I put it in reverse. Drive away. Drive in front of that giant building, the parking lot over there, and just park. And she's like crying. Break, she's breaking down. I'm like, yo, calm down. He didn't get inside. Like, this shit was funny. And then she start. I start to win her over. She starts laughing about it. She's like, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's wild. Turn the car back on. Turn the headlights on. This dude is running. <laughs> like, full-on Frozone sprint. <laughs> like that motherfucker from Cloudy in the Chance of Meatballs. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude's running straight at the car. Straight at the car. I rolled my window down just to hear. God sees what you do in here. He's yelling. Just the track star. Runs. So I put the car in drive. And I drive at him. He gonna hit the electric slide on you. That'd be hilarious. So I drive at him. I'm going like 15. He's probably going 15 too, to be honest. Dude's moving. Damn, dude's he got speed mo- like that. Dude's running like fucking RoboCop. <laughs> and I turn, and all of a sudden, a fucking BLT with shit ton of mayonnaise hits the side of the car. Just, whoops, just hits the side of the car. God sees what you do. So I roll down the window. And I reach over Karsten, grab the sandwich that's stuck to the window, and squeeze it. <laughs> and drop it in, in, the, in the road. And go, fuck your sandwich. And then drive away. That man had nothing better to do than no. to bang on car windows. There wasn't nobody else. That motherfucker, you couldn't go bother nobody else. 
I've seen him multiple times since then. There's also a homeless woman that walks around Sherman. She has the memory of a goddamn elephant. <laughs> but she's, I think she's schizophrenic, to be honest. Oh, shit. But she, if you, if you're driving and she's like walking across the street and you stop and like she looks at you and you like, you know, like the, you know, like one of those, she'll lose it. She'll lose it. I need to find her. She'll lose it. I guarantee you, if I guarantee you, if me and you got in the car right now and I spent five minutes driving around Sherman, I'd find her. Guaranteed. I'd love to find this chick. I know. I, she's she's always around. Always around. She she loses it. She'll flip you the bird. She'll pull her pants down. She'll moon you. She I'd makes really, fucking I'd, faces at you. I'd really be an op to not only instigate <laughs> the situation, but then call the cops on her. <laughs> yeah, no, she goes wild. She goes wild for real. That's that is great. crazy. Great time. I'm about to say some fucked up shit. All right, go for it. It's fine. We got about five minutes left. I, that's plenty of time. Plenty of time. What if what if I just like walked behind that fucking furniture thing and just like lit all the tents on fire? Damn. Every single one of them. You can't stay here. You gotta. You need to have a membership. They Type get shit. moved a lot. Like they get in trouble for being like there all the time. <clears throat> they just move right back. <laughs> like, I am so fucking mad. If I commit mass arson, like... That's true. You ain't gonna have no choice but to move. Where are you gonna move? With what? I'll, you know what I'm gonna end this on? I'm gonna end this on this Walmart story. The other day, I'm at Walmart. I just went to the car wash and washed the car. Vacuumed it, all sorts of shit. So that's what I'm gonna do after I leave here. <laughs> went to Walmart. Parked. Went inside. Got my groceries. Came back out, put my groceries in the trunk. This old dude and his wife. He wa- they're walking by, and I hear him whistle. And he goes, <whistles> "She sure is pretty." And I turn around, and I'm like, "Oh, the car." All right. He goes, "I had an SS back in '78. I'll never forget it." Word for word, in front of his wife. He goes. Then this bitch wanted to have kids, so I had to get rid of it because it didn't have a back seat. And I was like, whoa. Then, then, he goes, I'm assuming you don't have any kids. And I was like, no, sir, I don't. And he goes, how old are you? I'm telling my age. And he goes, smart, enjoy her. She's gonna, she'll treat you nice. Then proceeds to caress the tail of my car with his <laughs> head and spanks it. He's reliving the glory days. Like, he spanked my car. <laughs> That's weird as fuck. Rubbed the tail, like, rubbed the, the fucking wing and goes, pow, smacks it and goes, mm, I wish. Bro, sexualizing a car. Then looked at his wife with the most utter disgust. And then, then decided to just walk ahead of her into the store. He really sexualized the car. He really did. My man wanted to fuck the hell out of my car. That's almost exactly to the point where I worked in Whitesboro, and this dude, he's like 65, was telling me about his old, like, Chevelle that he had back in the 80s. He's like, oh, aftermarket radio, all this. He's like, I used to, I used to, quote, I used to bust the bottom out of these girls in here. (laughs) Bro. That's great. What? (laughs) That's amazing. I was disgusted. <laughs> I bet. I was like, bro, you are 60-something years old. I don't want to visualize that. We are unwrapping fucking pink antique flamingos. Yeah. 
I don't have time for that. Hey, hey, you know, I'll never forget that. It's traumatizing because every time I think of it, now I have to visualize. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It makes me want to throw it. Yeah, an old man spanked my car, Cameron. (laughs) He probably would have stuck his dick in the exhaust. Yo, my man really, from fucking taillight to taillight, rubbed the wing of my car like this. And then got to the side and spanked my car. Not like a hard one, like just like a very soft and subtle. like He he got velvet hands. My man, yo. He got velvet hands. He don't want to hurt the car. Yo. My man's smooth. My man also talked like a radio host from the 1978, which is crazy. He was like, ah, yeah, I remember. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? He got the golden voice. The golden voice and velvet hands. Yo, no, I got a homeless story for you. Then I'll end it. It's a homeless, schizophrenic, psychopath story. This is a wild way to end it, but I'm here for it. I was working at Starbucks. That shit is insane. I'm working at Starbucks. It's cold as fuck outside. For the past, like, for the, over a time span of a week, there was a homeless dude. Two different homeless dudes, to be exact. One of them is from Denison. He's the Black Ninja guy. I don't know if you know who that is. There's literally a black homeless dude that runs around fucking Denison with a Naruto Shippuden hat on. Fucking comes out. He looks like fucking Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. He's a fucking vigilante. Where's like arm guards, like arm. Like, He's a fucking vigilante yeah. protecting the streets of Denison. Like Monday through like Thursday, he would show up and just walk around the building, just like do homeless man shit. I don't know. But they were working on the concrete in front of the store, like out in the parking lot. He took the cones from it one day and put it in front of the Starbucks door and was guarding the door and wouldn't let anybody in. My manager was like, hey, hey, we got to get that. We, you know, we got to stop him from getting people like you can't do that. And I was like, I, I, I don't mind it. Makes the place not busy. I don't mind this at all. Well, they wouldn't talk to him. He stopped doing it. He disappeared. Yeah, I'm guessing he went back to his turf in Denison. <laughs> but there also there's another guy that was sort of there around the same time. Their homeless, you know, their homeless times interchanged with each other. They had a little layover with each other time. But this white dude, he would come inside and he would buy coffee. And as long as you're buying something, we can't really kick you out. So he would just buy like one cup of coffee for like a dollar and then get like a refill for like a dollar or something like that. But he would sit there and he would talk to himself, but not like secretly. It was loud, like loud as fuck. And whoever he was talking to, yo, they had beef. Like... (laughs) They had beef because he would sit there and be like, no, fuck you. Like, he would go at it with this thing, this entity. (laughs) Well, one day he had a fucking spaz-tastic episode where he threw a punch at this person. This What what person? (laughs) Fake person. Threw a punch and said, yeah, pussy, how do you like that? Mind you, the store is packed. People are freaked out. So, someone complains. Someone complains. Well, the store dies down. He's still sitting there, still fucking having beef with his entity. My manager, Bree, comes over and goes, hey, uh, I, you got to come over and talk to him with me. And I was like, why the fuck do I got to do it? I don't want to get I want to get pieced up by fucking Thanos over here. 
I don't know what he. I don't know what he's on. My man literally might have magical powers. Demon time. He literally punched a ghost, and apparently they felt it. What do you think's gonna happen if he punches me? You're gonna die. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm reluctant to do it, but I walk over there with her, and she sits down across from him. Dude literally goes, looks to his left. No one's there, but okay, goes, shut the fuck up. Yes, normal voice. I was like, whoa, what the? F- That's weird as fuck. So I'm just standing there, and she, my manager, Bree, she's like, hey, we've had some complaints. You know, we don't mind that you sit inside and drink your coffee because you, you did buy it, but can you just, like, keep it down? And he goes, oh, yes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, 100%. How much is a refill, by the way? And she goes, a refill is 99 cents. And he goes, thank you, ma'am. And I was like, can I get one for this pussy-ass motherfucker I was like, right what here? a switch up. We walk away. Dude looks to his left and goes, I told you to shut the fuck up. You're being too fucking loud. Bro's projecting. He's <laughs> gaslighting nobody. Yo, He's gaslighting real. nobody. So, Bree goes to the back. Now it's just me and my boy Chase. We're the only two working. And we're, it's dead. No one's in the drive-thru. No one's inside. It's literally Bree in the back, girl named Emily in the back doing, like, paperwork. Me and Chase just sitting up at the front talking shit. Just, like, laughing. Just having a conversation. Homeless dude gets up. And walks directly to the front of the counter where sort of like, I'm sort of catty corner and Chase is directly in front of this dude. He's staring directly at Chase. So I'm looking at him and I'm just like, yo, nigga, what the fuck's going on? So Chase moves. He moves. Dude's still staring straight ahead. And Chase goes, yo, what the fuck? Like loud. Dude's head turns to Chase so quick. He just looks at him. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. You know, started some shit now. Dude goes, I told you to get from behind the fucking counter. And Chase goes, me? Completely ignored. I told you to get from behind the fucking counter. Walks around the counter. Grabs this thing by the fucking head or something. I don't know. Grabs it. Puts it above its head. Walks back around the counter, goes to the corner, puts this thing in the corner, looks up and starts yelling, fuck you, fuck this, blah, 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 you're a piece of shit, going crazy. I walk to the back because I'm now crying laughing. And I go, Bree, our homeless friend just put his entity in timeout and is going fucking ape shit on it. She comes, she peeks around the corner. She's like, she looks. He's yelling at the corner. He's just yelling. Nothing's there. He's just yelling. He walks outside for a split second. He's been drawing on a piece of paper this whole, like, four days he's been here. So I took it upon myself to go see what this man was drawing. He has, like, the Isaac Newton, like, perfect body circle thing. Mm-hmm. That thing with a list of names to the side, and like some of them are crossed out. And it's like Anne Hathaway, Kurt Cobain, um, Chase, like Chase something. And it's like names of people. And then I flip a page over, and he literally has every single employee's name at Starbucks written down on it. Bro, it's high key, pun on killing all y'all. And some of them had crosses through them. That makes me wonder if, like, he saw, like, y'all as the entities. 
I have no idea, but I do remember flipping his page back over, walking behind the counter, and him coming back in, him picking up his paper, sniffing it, looking to his entity and going, which one? And I was like... Y'all is finna become victims. I was like, oh shit, his his ghost told him. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'd have set up a boxing match between him and his entity, like, during, like, mid-store hours. I'd have instigated him, like... Yeah, pussy, how, how did you like that? Yeah, crazy things happen at Starbucks. Like, just watching, like, swinging on nobody? Starbucks Starbucks is a wild place. I got to go there more often. Girl got fired for using, you know, like a refrigerator cools itself. Yeah. And, like, vibrates. Girl don't, got fired. <laughs> Girl got fired <laughs> for fucking leaning on the refrigerator, like, fucking pleasuring herself with the, when the uh When the shit vibrated. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder where that homeless dude's at now, though. No idea. Probably in the dirt. Nigga entity probably killed him. <laughs> he got put in timeout by his entity. Probably, yeah, the permanent sleep. Yeah. <laughs> He's an entity himself. That's now. crazy. He probably sitting in that same Starbucks. Damn. In the corner. Yeah, it's just wild. Homeless people, bro. Fucking homeless people. Damn. Well, I know you're not gonna come I know you're not recording on Thursday. You always gotta work. Yeah. Probably got Jordan. Probably get Jordan. Maybe. So we'll see. But uh, all right then. That was an interesting one. That was a very interesting. That was two hours and nine minutes of pure homeless cult activity. That shit was crazy though. Very wild. Man. That's a good first one to be a part of. That's though. a good first one. That's a good first one. I agree. We set the tone. Set the tone for 2023. <laughs> What a fucking hot start. To, to many more cult and homeless people experiences Fuck. in 23. All right, then. I'll see you all on Friday. Hell yeah.